Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 241. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Bonjour, Fire Nation. Are you looking for a no BS cell phone plan? That doesn't exist until now. Ting lets you have as many devices as you want on one plan, sharing pooled minutes, messages, and megabytes. Visit fire.ting.com to receive a $25 credit today. Fire Nation, do you want to visit a library that isn't filled with dust and cobwebs? How about an audio-only library? Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial today by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire audiblepodcast.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Ken Sharar. Ken, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Ken is a content creator and lead facilitator for Launching Leaders Now. Launching Leaders Now is a program that exists to motivate leaders to inspire, influence, and serve others in their community, the marketplace, and the world through humanitarian service, missions, and expeditions. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Ken, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you, and then tell us about your business. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate that intro. Uh, I'm a kid from Los Angeles, John, who had this dream. And the dream was I wanted to coach big-time football. Wow. As a a third grader, my teachers reported to my father that I was very bossy. And my dad had this idea that I should figure out a way to monetize bossiness. (laughs) So in my mind, that meant, well, I guess I'll be a teacher and a coach. And so my first career was uh, high school coaching and, and moved into college football and moved around the country a little bit. And I had a 22-year career doing that. But also in my heart, John, was this need to serve. And while I felt I was serving the families of my recruits and the players that I coached day in and day out, I still felt something unfulfilled And in 2006, I transitioned out of football and into the nonprofit sector, working for a couple different organizations uh, at that point based in Nevada, where I'd finished my football career at UNLV. And that led to a move to Utah, where I currently live. And so then was birthed this desire to study and teach leadership principles, many of which I had learned in coaching, but also I knew there was more out there, John. So I pursued certification as a coach, speaker, and trainer with who I considered the number one leadership guru in the world, John Maxwell. And I received my certification with his company. I'm on the John Maxwell team as a founding member. And then I also founded and and formed my own LLC that is uh, branded as Sharar Coaches Leaders. Wow, that's powerful stuff. And Ken, let me just ask you a question real quick, because I get this question all the time when I'm being interviewed on other people's shows. They say, John, you've done over 250 episodes. Which one is your favorite? Who is your favorite interviewee? And obviously, that's a tough question to answer because they're all my favorites in a way. And for you as a coach, 
I'm sure in your own way, all of your teams are your favorite. So I'm not going to ask you for your favorite, but just share with Fire Nation, because I'm a sports fanatic and a lot of my listeners are. If an outsider was maybe to say, this was Ken's most successful year with a successful team, what year would that be and what happens? John, I actually think it was uh, 1991, and it was a, a year of re-entry for me. Okay. Four years prior to that, I had been at a prominent college uh, in, in Los Angeles. I was coaching at USC, and through different circumstances, uh, I left coaching uh, after coaching in the Citrus Bowl against Auburn, uh, 1986. But after four years out of football, I missed it too much and I had to go back. And my re-entry point into coaching was teaching freshman English at a small private school and coaching the junior varsity team of 1991. We were a team that went uh, two wins and eight losses and we won our first two. So that tells you how the season ended. I remember by about game seven, things weren't going well, and the movie Little Giants came out, right. and, and that was the best thing that we could have done, just short of winning a game, which we weren't going to do, and uh, we went to Little Giants as a team as a little outing. I still am in touch with several of the players of that football team. It's the one time, and I won championships, but I'd never had Gatorade dumped on me. And it wasn't out of anger. It was out of love because that team and that three-man coaching staff, Robbie, Peter, and Ken, we loved each other. I still talk to those players. One of those guys on that team is now coaching for the uh, San Francisco 49ers Wow! and coaching the Super Bowl. His name's Reggie Davis. You know, there's just some great memories. It didn't matter that we didn't win. Some of the parents at the banquet, just what they were able to give us back in, in, in the feedback on the importance we put on the player development as men, more so than their you know, win-loss percentage. Uh, and I had a great administration backing me on that. I later became the head football coach of the varsity and had a championship season two years later of that same school. So that would be my favorite team by far, 1991. Boom. Well, there's a lot of life lessons to pull out of there, Ken. Thank you for sharing that. So let's move into the next topic, which is really the first thing that we like to talk about here at Entrepreneur on Fire to get that motivational ball rolling. And that's a success quote. And I know you have a great one for us, Ken. So take it away. I do. And in deference to Simon Sinek, who I would love to quote about nine quotes, I'm, I'm, I'm going away from that. Here's my success quote. If your self-esteem is a function of your performance and other people's opinions, both of which are unpredictable, then your self-esteem is up for grabs every day. This comes from a book called The Mulligan. It was a uh, compilation book between Wally Armstrong and Ken Blanchard, the Leadership Institute guru out of San Diego, who wrote books with uh, Spencer Johnson, One Minute Manager, Who Moved My Cheese?, so Ken Blanchard teamed with Wally Armstrong. Interesting story. He played 300 PGA events and never won. And that's an amazing feat in itself. The point of the book, it comes from the book called The Mulligan, my favorite book. Um, the Mulligan, everyone deserves a second chance in golf and in life. 
And I do think life is about grace and second chances because we all need them. (laughs) Ken, we all need those second chances. And that is a great quote for so many reasons. And that's a great lead in to our next topic, which is failure, which are challenges and obstacles that as entrepreneurs, Ken, we face every single day on certain levels. And I would love for you to take us back to a time in your journey when you failed and you needed that second chance. And how did you pick yourself up off the ground, dust yourself off, and take that second chance and run with it? Well, the best example would be what I referred to earlier in that uh, at the end of that 1986 football season at USC, uh, unfortunately, on our way to a bowl game, we got fired. And so we lost our jobs. And so for three weeks, we were what's called a lame duck staff coaching a college football team with the likes of Rodney Pete playing quarterback, knowing our jobs were ending at the end of the bowl game. Fortunately for me, through my network, I knew the new incoming coach from Arizona and I worked through my network to get rehired by him within two weeks of the firing. But then I did lose some vision on football. I left it for four years. And at the lowest point of my life, in utter ruin, believing I'd never do anything of value again professionally, I restarted. And I made a phone call of humility to an organization that listed coaches needed, uh, teaching jobs open, a job board, if you will. And the only job that was within 30 miles of my home was the job that I landed uh, uh, two weeks later. And within three weeks was substituting to finish that school year and had a nice five-year run at that school. You know, that was a failure of sorts, uh, but it also was a challenge and an and obstacle. And another one, if I can share quickly. Yeah, please do. Is this. It, it, it's more of the obstacle. Because I had a dream, a reality, and a second reality. My dream, as I mentioned before, I wanted to coach football. The reality, in order to make money and make a living at that and provide for a family, you, you need to obtain a degree. But I came from a family that didn't ever have a single person ever go to college, let alone graduate. So, so the second reality kicked in when I realized I would have very little emotional support and zero financial support from my family, my parents, to go to college. So the lessons I learned along the way were, one, I needed to find a way to get a degree, which meant doing whatever job I needed to do, applying for every student loan, every academic scholarship I possibly could uncover, And like one of my heroes, Stephen Covey, says, begin with the end in mind. And I was able to do that. I knew I wanted a coach. I knew I needed a degree. I just had to find a way to fund it. And it took me five plus years and three degree changes. I wound up as an English major and uh, had an opportunity to teach a lot of literature, meet a lot of my dreams, coach a lot of football teams, a lot of players, and both at the high school and the college level. Man, begin with the end in mind. Those are such wise words. And Ken, just for Fire Nation, if you could sum up in one sentence, one clear lesson that you learned from these failures in your life that you share with us, what would that one lesson be? I learned early on 
it was important to be smart enough to know what I don't know. Yes. And that's where I learned the value of networking and employing some very specific networking strategies to build up an arsenal of people who I could add value to and then in turn would add value to me. See, those are just such great lessons learned for so many reasons. And it's so valuable for Fire Nation to really grab onto this from someone like yourself who's been there and done that. Because not too long ago, I was in a similar situation. When I launched Entrepreneur on Fire just under a year ago, I literally had no connections in this great online world with some incredible entrepreneurs, with successful people. But I began with that end in mind, Ken. I knew that I wanted to create a daily podcast that was going to inspire millions of people around the world, and nobody was doing it, and I knew there were people out there that wanted it and needed it, so I began with that end in mind, and I chipped away at it. I got some good guests at the beginning, not great, but good, and those led me to other guests, and I was able to build my social proof along the way. It led me to Woody Woodward, one of my favorite past guests, who is a great example of the person that connected me to you. And that's how this great world works because I began with the end in mind and I put my nose to the grindstone. I was able to build my network. You were able to build your network and great things have come. So I definitely commend you for that, Ken. Thank you. And great story on your end too. Thank you. So, Ken, let's move into another part of your journey because just like as entrepreneurs, we fail and we face challenges and obstacles at every point in our journey, we also have these aha moments, these light bulbs that come on and we're like, wow, this truly resonates with me. This is my authentic self. Share with Fire Nation a time when you actually had this great aha moment and how did you turn it into success? Well, thank you, John. Uh, I love the opportunity to uh, to give you this lesson, this aha moment. Yeah. It was shared with me uh, through John Maxwell and, and the culmination of my training, which is ongoing, by the way, through the incredible faculty John Maxwell has built out of West Palm Beach, Florida. But the culmination of training is you, you must spend four days with John and the faculty in Florida in live training. So we've had a tremendous amount of Internet training with the likes of Les Brown and Bob Berg and so many of John's counterparts that he has worked with his colleagues. Uh, But here's the quote that he shared. This was my aha moment that brought it all under under an umbrella that I was looking for to protect from the storm. And it's very simply this. You cannot give what you do not have. And so how that applies to my personal life, I wanted to give leadership principles. I wanted to inspire people daily. And I wanted to impart on them knowledge of things in their life. But I looked at my own personal life and realized that I really didn't have many systems in place, John. I didn't have a formula success or a mission statement or even core values that I believed in. Uh, I could speak well, but when it came to the actual daily practice, it didn't exist. And when John shared that with me nearly three years ago, I realized that while I had done some things in the past, I needed to really crystallize it. So my mission statement is simple. 
I exist to make a positive difference in the lives of people every day. My four core values are simply this. I am God dependent. I develop real relationships. I am into kingdom expansion. And that's a spiritual element of my life. And I live generously. I'm ready to make a difference in the lives of people. And so when I crystallized those things, I was able to develop my own personal system of getting up early and connecting with God and looking for people to add value to on a daily basis in my work as a leadership trainer, as a speaker, as a coach. And so now I feel like I have things to give that I didn't have before, but I've spent time working on those things. And that is leading to the success that I'm experiencing. Wonderful stuff, Ken. And again, I love just to pull out one clear lesson that you've had from this whole aha experience, this light bulb that went off. Just in one sentence, sum it up for Fire Nation. I believe that I will never arrive. This is an ongoing process, and I get excited to get up every day to pursue it. Oh, I love it. And that whole part about getting up every single day, I mean, that's what's so passionate and important about actually living your core values and living your authentic self. And that's one thing I really want to kind of pull out right here, Ken, is that journey aspect of it, that setting your path forward and striving ahead. Because as an entrepreneur, we don't necessarily have end goals in mind. We just have milestones and goals that we're trying to hit along our journey. So share with Fire Nation your thoughts on the journey and let us know, are you enjoying yours? I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And and by the way, for all of us out there, it, it doesn't mean every day is awesome. It doesn't mean every meeting just is, you know, goes exactly how I planned it. Right. I do some visualization. I, I'm a big uh, I'm mentored by some wonderful people here in, in Utah, people like Woody Woodward, people like Dave Blanchard, who is the Ogmandino Institute. He's Ogmandino.com. Dave Blanchard speaks into my life regularly uh, through his writings and his work and perpetuating Ogmandino and the greatest salesman in the world and his material into the 21st century. That's Dave's passion. And here's what they've taught me, that Great entrepreneurs don't develop in a day. They develop daily. Great leaders don't develop in a day. They develop daily. It's why we need the daily practices that we believe in. Now, those can evolve. We don't have to act robotically in a system of this is what I do no matter what because we'll discover new and different ways. I'm a lifelong learner. I want my epitaph to read something like, he loved God, he loved people, and he was a lifelong learner. Oh, Ken, you have given us so many great sound bites and so many things to walk away with here. I mean, God, this transcript could be turned into a book. I really appreciate everything you're kicking out here. Fire Nation is definitely drinking it up because this is the kind of stuff that as entrepreneurs, as wantrepreneurs, as small business owners, we need, this is food for us as we move forward. So I definitely thank you for that. And I want to move into your current business right now. You have a lot of different things going on, but share with Fire Nation just one, maybe two things that are just really exciting you right now. 
Well, leadership is is the the foundation of the the bedrock of what I'm building my life on, my career on, professionally, personally, as I lead my family. My daughter Taylor, my favorite role in my life is to be a dad to my 13-year-old daughter Taylor. Um, the current business excitement I have is I am discovering a unique way to bring a new leadership training model to the market. I'm doing this through this program we call Launching Leaders Now. Yeah, It is mentor-driven. Some of the mentors have passed on, and so we read their books. People like Stephen Covey, people like J. Paul Getty. Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn. Uh, you know, and then live mentors who we don't necessarily have speak for us, like John Maxwell. Um, people like that, that, that we've, in, we've, we've introduced a book series uh, into this training program. There's also an in-class experience. So developing leadership training that gets very personal, John, to them, so they develop their personal formula success using Woody Woodward's material so they understand what is really important to them. What are their eyes as you discover your own emotional fingerprint? It is imperative that they understand what drives them, what maximizes them internally so that their expressions outwardly as they lead a team or create a business um, or you know, add innovation to the industry they're in, that they're they're excited about that and that they bring something new. Now, the, the part that makes us unique, we believe, and this is what I'm discovering, is I work in the, uh, the world of nonprofit humanitarian work. And so what we're introducing to leadership training is a service component. Three deliverables off our program are one, they will write a two to three page life plan in a way that they've never done so. It it is not goal setting, but it is driven by what's important to them, what their roles in their life are, and what the standards are that they want to live by. Secondly, they write a one paragraph contribution commitment to their community and the world. And the third thing is the culmination of the leadership training program at the end of the 12 weeks we have a service opportunity locally in the market that class is being held so that they can put to use some of this leadership training in a service capacity to give back. And that's the that's what excites me is how to really develop this, how to uh, nail it locally here in Utah so that we can scale it nation and hopefully worldwide. Powerful stuff, Ken. I mean, I can definitely see why you're excited about this stuff because if you can just get people to believe in themselves and into the system that you've created, you can change some lives in a big way. And that ripple effect is incredibly powerful, which is one of the best things that I know that I have going for me with Entrepreneur on Fire is that ripple effect because this podcast is being listened in over 145 countries every single week. It's being downloaded over 250,000 times by people that are out there specifically reaching out and searching for this content. This isn't a commercialist that has come on TV. This is people seeking out Entrepreneur on Fire, reading what it's about, seeing the name Ken, and reading what he's all about and wanting to hear what you have to say. And this is making this difference in the world. I get emails from people in 
Morocco, South America, all over the place that just say, John, I bike to a internet cafe so I can download 10 episodes and then I bike <laughs> back and I listen to them. I mean, how exciting is this? That's powerful. Powerful. Powerful, John. Oh, so Ken, really briefly, because the vision for the future is always changing, but I want to, I want to know just in a couple sentences where you see yourself taking this. Three different tracks is, is where we're headed with this, John. And uh, the program is in some ways uh, driven at empowering the youth, uh, the next generation's leaders. That can play out in terms of college interns, but we also feel there's a space, uh, a niche, if you will, that we can approach um, in, in young entrepreneurs. Uh, so we, we try what we do. We don't try. Here's what we do. We identify the path of the uh, enrollees in this program as, as maybe one of three tracks. One, we ask them this question. Ask yourself, are you an entrepreneur? Are you working for someone and so you're therefore what we term a marketplace influencer? Are you a humanitarian who wants to serve? Or are you a combination of those three? And, and that's where we see taking this. You know, so much of what people design anymore is, is based on, on a, a still an applicable term, but I, I do think it's had its day, and that's demographics. And, John, what I'm more – I have a friend with uh, uh, radio and on a, on a national level. Uh, the company he's with has 850 signals nationwide currently, and they spend a lot of their time on psychographics. It's not always the age – and, and the gender and the socioeconomic status of somebody. Psychographics, in a simple way, is what are people thinking about? So launching leaders now is going after a market where the people are thinking about others more than their se- themselves, but understand the value of having a personal system of success, a personal personal systems of standards they live by, understanding the roles they have or want, and then doing it, you know, imparting in them what our tagline is of our program: to inspire, to influence, and to serve. That's where I see launching leaders now going. Powerful stuff, Ken. Let's break in now to talk about Audible's extensive audiobook library. It offers more than just thousands of great titles. In Audible's library, you can talk as loud as you want and you don't have to deal with all that dust. Yuck! Audible.com is a leader in offering premium digital audio entertainment the entire family can enjoy. At audible.com, you can choose from thousands of titles in multiple genres, ensuring every member of your family, both young and old, can find their favorites to listen to. Purchase individual audiobooks or sign up for the Audible Listener Program to receive book credits each month for one low monthly fee. Audible is quick, easy, fun, and affordable entertainment for all ages, all the time. Audible and Entrepreneur on Fire would like to thank you for listening to today's episode by offering you this. Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial today by signing up at audiblepodcast.com slash fire. That's audiblepodcast.com slash fire. Ring. No, that's not it. Bing. No, no, that's not right either. Oh, yes. Ting. What's Ting? Well, I'm glad you asked. Ting is the hot new mobile service provider. 
Finally, a company offering a cell phone plan that just makes sense. What's great about Ting is that they simply aren't like your other cell phone providers. Translation, Ting doesn't have any contracts for you to sign, any of those annoying early termination fees, or any outlandish overage and penalty charges. Plus, Ting lets you have as many devices on one plan as you want. Sound worry-free? That's because it is. Ting offers a truly unique service that's easy to understand and easy to love. With Ting, you're in control. Fire Nation, Ting has offered us a pretty incredible deal. If you visit fire.ting.com, you'll receive a $25 credit good towards a new device or towards monthly services. That's fire.ting.com. So we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan, Ken? Yes. All right. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? In one word, me. I didn't feel qualified. And when I figured out that I am qualified to use my story and to move forward, I started experiencing success. What is the best business advice you've ever received? Know your own personal brand and be yourself. Love that. What is something that's working for you right now? Staying true to my mission statement, making a positive difference in the lives of people every day. Good stuff. So, Ken, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Absolutely. I want to recommend postling.com, P-O-S-T-L-I-N-G.com. It's goal is to help small businesses get the most out of social media. It's an all-in-one inbox for all of your blogs, your Twitter, your Facebook, your LinkedIn, and your YouTube. If your name's mentioned, if somebody clicks, it comes as an alert to that inbox. Wow. (laughs) I love that. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything else that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Ken Sherrar. So Ken, if you could recommend one book to Fire Nation, what would it be? I got to do two. I got to start with the Bible, but my second book, I referenced it earlier. I want to recommend The Mulligan. Everyone needs a second chance in golf and in life. It is not golf instruction. It is told in parable form. A non-golfer will gain as much value out of that book as anything they might read. Boom. Well, Fire Nation, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com. It's a gift from Audible for Entrepreneur on Fire listeners, eofirebook.com. So, Ken, this next question is my favorite. It's a little tricky, though. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? First thing I'm doing is I'm going to Google. Second thing I'm doing, I'm going to begin connecting. My name is Ken I've learned that my father named me that appropriately because I am a connector. All right. And I'm very simply going to begin building community. 
I love that. I wonder if the domain connector is taken, K-E-N-E-C-T-O-R.com. I own 20 plus relate that one and 20 other related connection.com with dashes dot org. So all you Ken's out there listening, good luck. I already <laughs> own that. Love it. Love it, Ken. You are a far seer. That is some great stuff. And Ken, just being a football coach, a teacher, and now just this great guy that has so much knowledge, just looking to pass it forward and to coach other people. You have just given us some amazing advice this entire interview. But I'm going to ask you one more thing. Give us one parting piece of guidance and then share with us how we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Well, my guidance, I guess, would be to, and this is part of my personal brand, is to be in pursuit of new and better ways to do things. Mm. I do think there are things we do that are successful. And I know there's many books out there. I mean, personal development's an $8 billion industry. There are so many other books that are on the shelf. But you know what? So many of them can be so valuable. So my guidance would be to simply pursue learning, pursue new ways, uh, new discoveries, operate from an abundance mindset. Because, John, I have an idea, and I give you the idea. The cool thing about that is that I don't lose my idea giving you mine. You have yours. I have mine. We can combine our two ideas and even have another idea. And that's what I love. To get me, the best way would be to uh, reach me by my email, which is ksharar at comcast.net. That's K-S-H-A-R-R-A-R at comcast.net. Ken, you have been so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Thank you, Fire Nation. Fire Nation. You may have been hearing the buzz about Fire Nation Elite, and rightfully so. The path of an entrepreneur is lonely and scary, and Fire Nation Elite changes all that. I've created a two-minute video just for you at FireNationElite.com so you can find out exactly what our 100% support policy means. FireNationElite.com Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.